May only truth be offered here this day, and many truth be received. In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Michaelmas, uh, the festival of St. Michael and all angels, is one of my favorite festivals of the year. Uh, it's a particular favorite of mine because in the parish in which I grew up, the parish church, uh, what, what was known as Christ Church, is now Christ the King in Sydney. While I was a teenager there, they installed a large panel of windows. I think there were about eight windows in all. Uh, each one represented a particular saint. Uh, and it was the great vision of St. John the Divine, of Jesus sitting upon the throne with the seven candlestands down on the, below him and, and the, the throng of, of angels and archangels and saints around him. And on Jesus' right, right hand, my other right, uh, <laughs> Jesus' right hand uh, is Michael, the archangel. Uh, and Michael is, is uh, dressed uh, as a warrior, has, has a big breastplate on, his wings are unfurled in great triumph, and he's got the sword of righteousness in his hand and a big winged helmet on his head. And to teenage Elliot, that was, that was amazing. <laughs> that this was a symbol of our church. That this, this, because uh, I, I was, when I was in high school, I, you know, Dungeons and Dragons was my thing. And now I've got a 13-year-old, Dungeons and Dragons is my thing again. Um, <laughs> But it's, uh, it was one of those great things. And I, I had this, this really fond memory of the first time I saw that, that particular pane in that large window uh, of, of Michael and the, the power and glory that he had and the look on his face is of pure joy because he's beholding the throne. He's beholding Jesus. Uh, you know, and, and sometimes we, we wonder about the, these things that are called angels. Uh, and so we devote an entire day uh, to celebrate the angels of God. Uh, and and we, we hear really fascinating readings. Uh, and I think there's something really interesting going on here. Now, sometimes uh, preachers often have the, uh, the, the audacity to sort of look at angels and sort of think very esoterically. I remember one particular sermon I went to and listened to. Well, okay, I tried to listen to we, the entire sermon was, he, he unpacked how, how many angels can dance on the head of a pin. I lost him about two sentences in, and I still have no idea how many angels could dance on the head of a pin. Uh, but I think there's something deeper going on uh, when we celebrate this, this wonderful feast that, that has become known as Michaelmas. Uh, the readings are powerful and, and emotional. Uh, there are few scenes that are painted by our scripture uh, that may be as disturbing, though, as today's lesson from the book of Revelation. The book of Revelation is an unsettling book uh, filled with unusual images and difficult concepts. It's probably why we don't hear it very often in our cycle of readings. But today's lesson is full of unusual images and difficult concepts. For myself... This particular reading uh, is really difficult to read. Uh, as someone who has uh, vowed their life to be a pacifist, someone who does not believe that violence can solve anything, I am greatly troubled when I hear these words. 
and war broke out in heaven. St. Michael and his angels fight against the devil and his angels. It's this classic piece of good versus evil. And the outcome is in no doubt. Though what is most disturbing for me is that a violent conflict can erupt in the realm of peace, justice, and love. Heaven has always been seen as a place of complete contentment and oneness with God. Now, if we were to read this passage literally, we would be very confused, I think. So let's kind of dig into this. The struggle that takes place between Michael and and his angels and the dragon and his angels is a prelude to the final cosmic contest in which Satan and his cohorts are completely overthrown and the reign of God emerges. The reign of evil is terminated and God's new and perfect age can be ushered in. Evil, my friends, is to be defeated once and for all in that time. What this teaches us is that evil belongs to time. And goodness belongs to eternity. The victories of wickedness are temporary and deceptive. In our own time, we have seen great evil come and go. There are evil forces unleashed upon the earth today whose immoral fury seems unappeasable. But whatever their temporary victories, their time, as we are told today, will be short. Our faith tells us that they will go the way of all evil earthly things. Michael and his angels will cast them away. Now in my work amongst the people of God for the last 15 years, I have often sat with people who have been hurt by the evil of this world. They've been hurt physically, psychologically, emotionally. Many times their greatest fear is that the evil that has been perpetrated upon them will actually win. In this moment, they are expressing their deepest fear that there is no hope in this world. Well, my friends, I am here today to tell you there is always hope. I have sat with people in their darkest hours, in the worst times of their life, and I have promised them that there is always hope and that we find that hope in the people around us and seeing God's hand at work amongst them. I've told them that I would stand next to St. Michael, the blessed archangel, and amongst the heavenly forces that and fight against that evil. I have told them that there is hope in God's justice. This is what gives me hope for the future of our eternal lives. Now as a pacifist, I look at the world and all the evils that dwell in it, all the violence that occurs, all the hatred that is held, all the injustices that are propagated. 
And I see that there is justice beyond our human notion of justice. There are many things in this world that make us shake, us, shake our heads in disbelief. Evil often seems to triumph in our world. There is violence, death, destruction, devastation, corruption, all in the name of human progress. And many fear that greed and corruption will win in our world and we will be destroyed by those evils. That the, wor that the world that God created and saw that it was good will be undone by this portion of God's creation called humans. Now as a Christian, I see injustice, greed, and other evils, and I fight against them. I fight against them as best I can by first drawing attention to them. For the best thing to do with an evil is to name it. Once you name an evil, you take away its power. So you draw attention to evil so that it may be brought out into the light of day. And then if nothing happens, and evil still seems to win, then my faith tells me that evil will be brought to a greater justice than human justice. Evil will have to answer to God. For our world, my friends, is a place of goodness. When God created the world in, in the book of Genesis, he looked upon it and saw that it was good. This world may have become the dwelling place of all sorts of evil, but it was not made for such. Now, when I am feeling down about the state of our world these days, and that is a lot and often, when I see all of the violence that is in it, all I have to do is marvel at the beauty that God has provided us with. And my faith is strengthened that this world is a good one, after all. I can simply go out into our very parking lot. Yes, our beautiful parking lot. I can go out into our beautiful parking lot to the oak tree that is right across there, which this year is producing the most fantastic acorns. Go out there when you leave today and pick off one of those acorns. There's billions of them in that little tiny tree. And they're all about this big. They're massive this year. Pick that off and look at that acorn and see that God's world, that, that the creation that we have been blessed with is a good one after all. Now, there's a, a great folk singer that I, I listen to quite often. His name is Garnet Rogers. He's, he's one of my favorite folk singers, uh, and uh, he happens to be the brother of the late Stan Rogers. Um, Stan wrote a whole bunch of amazing songs when he was alive, uh, and his brother writes a lot of amazing songs. And he sang a wonderful song that was entitled After All a long time ago. And it points us in the direction that I think today's readings are heading. In this song, Garnet sings these words. Let our enemies go by their old dull paths. Let theirs be fault or shame. This reminds me that the justice of God is the only real justice we can look forward to. 
We who are called Christians can rise above the evil of this world. We can refuse to be drawn into the cycle of violence in this world. Later in the song, Garnet sings, But I'll keep my face to the dawning light, though the devil stand behind. Though the devil stand behind my back, shall I see his shadow fall? I'll read in the light of the morning stars, a good world after all. If we keep ourselves focused on, upon the, the goodness of this world, the beauty inherent in it, even if evil stands directly behind us, we will not be affected by it. For with the light of God before us, we will not even be touched by the shadow of evil in this world. Not even their shadow will fall upon us. My friends, we who are called to be Christians, we have the benefit of our faith that tells us the world, no matter what others do to us or whatever they say, we believe that God will provide for our eternal souls. But with this belief comes responsibility. The responsibility to live as if we actually believe it, as if we actually mean it. For even Jesus allowed the decisions of evil people to affect his life and his death. Jesus was put to, to death on a, on a cruel cross for no other reason than he was seen to be a threat to those who were in power. But because of this great evil came about the greatest good, the salvation of our souls. The sure and certain hope that comes with the power of the resurrection. So go out from this place, my friends, to be a people that live justice. God's justice. We are called to pattern our lives to show the goodness that is inherent within this world that God made. And thereby show that we live in a good world after all. To that end, my friends, let us pray. Gracious and merciful God. We live in the world you created and called good. Lead us in the way that shows your goodness in this world that we have made troubled. May we then, with St. Michael and all your angels, be so bold as to fight against the evil of this world so as to sow sweetness in the air and justice on the wind and prove that this is a good world after all. Amen. Amen. <laughs>